Hey, welcome. My name is L Crazy Chick, and welcome to Love Music Now with a little bit of gossip. This is January 5th, 2020. Welcome to the Warring 20s, y'all. I don't want to dress like them, but because they all had like little stuff going on, but I love this decade and I cannot wait for this decade to start. I made it four decades, I believe, and I'm alive, and so I'm happy. And um, this is a new beginning, so let's start off by saying welcome to Love Music Now again, and here are your topics, topics of the day. We're basically going to start on the music side. So first, what is streaming? Streaming is a way uh, to deliver music uh, without saving it in your files. So basically, you're looking up um, a song and online and you stream it, you listen to it. And you either want to pay for it and keep it, or you just move on to the next. That being said, streaming is becoming, for music, is becoming profitable. profitable. And now everybody's getting into it, okay? And a lot of artists are making a lot of, have a million, 100 million streamers in this last year. And from Lizzo to Louis Capari to Billy English. And you can get... To download all these um, music from Amazon Music, Google Play, Pandora, and including Spotify. And streaming is here to stay. And I hope it continues and lasts for a very long time. And it goes on and on by saying that this is going to be the biggest entity of our music industry. And it's going to help, I believe, the music industry could grow. Um, I'm kind of content with the music industry as it is right now. It's all hip-hop, and I'm not complaining. I mean, pop have ruled a long time. Pop music is not the same way it used to be anymore. And I think, honestly, it's because they they integrated hip-hop into pop. And so that's why pop is now no longer is considered a folk runner of music anymore. It's not easy to make a very good pop song, whereas though you can make a very good pop song um, back then, well, for example, Mariah Carey was dominating she our music was pop so she made easier to do music and it was easy then as of today it's not the same and a lot of youth are not really into pop music like they used to so you had to adapt and if you are a white artist you had to get into hip-hop that's where the post malones and the billy english come from but i think billy english <coughs> she is considered a hip-hop I don't know. I think she's emo, mostly. And the more the more that I'm thinking about it, the more I'm telling you, emo rap is here to stay, even though it's killing the young of hip-hop. It's killing them very badly, and it is sad, but a lot of these kids love sad music nowadays, and that's what's selling. And emo rappers are dying at a very young rate, but their music has this intertone that's very soft and gentle and it's going to become an entity. Don't I'm telling you in 2020 there's going to be a lot of emo rappers. They're not SoundCloud rappers, they're emo. They have that means they listen to white music. Actually lots of experience, a lot of um their content comes from white music and mostly the ones like um what is that group um god i can't remember all the emo rap rockers from the 2000s 
that's who are they looking like um lincoln park i don't shouldn't because i'm just them emo um that's where it's coming from so don't be surprised if you hear that now when i say it's about trap music trap music is now crossed over to white to um um to america where it goes who knows partners have been out there for six years meagles made it popular i think the godfather of trap i said this before is gucci man trap music isn't really going anywhere and it's steadily taking its rise but soon it will become a boring entity hip-hop is not going anywhere it will always stay latin music is going to get very popular and i believe from 2017, it really hit its range. And I believe reggaeton music is going to be the one type of music that's going to be here um, in the industry for now on. I don't care what anyone tells me. That's what's going to happen. Um, from what I believe is, I believe we're going to be getting into more Afro beats. Afro beats will be popular in this decade simply because the artists are becoming more and more want more sounds. A lot of the artists are going to Africa for inspiration of music, uh, from Carly Bray to the Migos to um, Chris Brown. And it's more now so becoming a entity and Afro beats are going to be another fixture this year as well they're not going anywhere and more reggae will be more prominent i believe coffee going to have her greatest year um years to come her voice and i'm going to say this and, and i don't care anyone tells me anybody can debate me on this when you hear a voice from a woman like coffee you gotta realize michael jackson tone a voice soprano kind of voice is one of the purest things of music. It changes everything. When you have a singer who can hit a falsetto and it can hit a, a, the tone of a certain songs, and if you look and if you go back in time and you really listen to Michael Jackson, you can really hear his subtleties when he sings a slow song. Coffee is this re uh, new reggae star that I do not care is going to blow up regardless. Any song she touch is going to do very well. Her tone of voice is what captures a lot of young youth of music. And it's it's that voice that's going to be never, it would never change in music. If you have a lead singer who can sound like that, and I give this to anyone who wants to be in the music industry, you need to find someone who can sound like Michael Jackson. And I hate to say that, but especially in a group that has that subtlety when she can sing or he or she can sing in different melodies and use a falsetto to key. Falsettos is not going anywhere. If you're a falsetto singer, stick to that because that's what's going to sell you records. Usher did it. Chris Brown did it. Michael did it. Prince did it. It's work. The Bee Gees became huge with falsettos. Girls like men with higher voices. They love listening to that. Who are going to be the biggest people buying music this year? Still going to be kids <laughs> from the um, suburban areas, but they're not buying it. They're going online to buy it. 
And that's where the streaming is so important. If anyone wants to invest in anything, invest in streaming. Invest in music streaming for real. That's where you're gonna make your money. That's where you're gonna make entities. That's where you're gonna make you're gonna make a lot of money doing that. I like to give people advice when it comes to buying music. Really, for me, Whitney Houston said it best in one of her interviews. She doesn't care about if it's country or it's hip hop. Music is universal. It has no race. I believe music has no race. Uh, so that's what I wanted to say about streaming. Streaming is here to stay. Um, the, I think the best streaming is Spotify and SoundCloud. SoundCloud is a very good entity for anyone who wants to get into the industry. Have a SoundCloud account, invest in it. It's only $35 a month. It's not going to kill you. Um, one month you can come up with really good content and um, you can promote yourself. That's what a lot of these young rappers did and got really smart with it and they did what they had to do to become a good um, SoundCloud artist and get from the SoundCloud and move on. And it works. So that was one of our topics. It was streaming. Um, and if you want to have any more understanding about streaming, there's this article on, um, you can look it up on NPR Music. Just type it in on your search engine, Google, whatever search engine you use, and type it in. Now, we're going to Billboard. Billboard seems to be changing and now is including YouTube as a consideration of, of music and, and dominating the charts. Now, Billboard charts has been there for over 60 years. That was where you knew you if you made Billboard top 100, you had a hit. And if you made top 20, you had a hit and beyond. And you had a number one song on Billboard, you was a superstar. That ended when, um, it all ended when streaming came about. And that ended. So nowadays, YouTube, you Billboard, it has to catch up. Billboard did not go in with the streaming side and now they're trying to find ways to get to catch up and make sure they're the dominant force of people buying albums. With that being said, people are not buying albums no more. So they have to adapt to conclude YouTube. YouTube is the future of music. And I tell you this why, because YouTube, you can put a music video out and you might not have a great album, but if you put that one song on YouTube and put it with lyrics and hook it up as you want to hook it up to me. That is where you're gonna say, oh, okay, this is um this song we heard that has turns out to be 10 million views, 100 million views, and a thousand million views, and, and so forth to 1 billion views. And that needs to be reconsidered. Billboard needs to consider that now, and that's what's going on. So. Uh, an article, this is from an article from Alyssa Chan on NPR.org. She said that YouTube is a big deal. And in the music industry, here comes YouTube and Billboard to change and how it will calculate the top albums. This is going to change everything. It's going to change how you calculate things. So when it comes to this, it's going to also help Billboard track how much people are consuming instead of buying out so you're basically the you see how on youtube you see how many views they want to see how many views there are and they might start not making income from that so artists are going to make income for that and this is 
wonderful when it's happening. So if you also want to hear about um read more about this article by Alyssa Chan, go to also the npr.org. The next topic is I'm going to say this and I did just mention his name. Y'all need to keep Michael Jackson's name out of your mouth 2020. Period. It's over. He's dead. He died 10 years ago, about to be 11 years ago. Devastating. Get y'all motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. I'm cursing. Y'all motherfuckers still want to sit here and talk about him. And then now you want to put him with R. Kelly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Michael Jackson was acquitted of all charges. He did not go to jail for any of this. He died already. Keep his name. All y'all people want to compare him to Michael Jackson to R. Kelly. He is not R. Kelly because he never touched not one person's child. I repeat, he's never touched not one person's child. The issue with Michael, he was too gullible and he helped people. And that is the reason why he's here today. He has children. It might not be his. It might is or might not be his kids. But he raised them. And they're hearing it every fucking day. Stop it, people. It's over. Move on to other people. There's other motherfuckers to talk about. Keep Michael Jackson's name out your mouth, okay? Let's celebrate his music. Stop talking about his personal life. Think about what he has done for African Americans and move the fuck on. If R. Kelly did this, I'm not putting any things until he's acquitted. I'm not going to say shit about R. Kelly until they put him in jail, until they say he's guilty and how many years in prison. That's when my black ass going to be on this damn radio show saying what I got to say about Michael Jack, about R. Kelly. I'm not saying nothing more and do not come after me on Instagram or Twitter about this bullshit. Keep Michael Jackson's name out your mouth. I'm going to raise a campaign. Keep Michael Jackson's name out your mouth 2020. Please let the man raise the peace. Move on. God damn you. Ungrateful souls. Next topic we're going to talk about. Okay. My feelings for Obama's choice of two his choices of 2019 music. He had choices from Beyonce, Mood. That's one of his favorite songs. Okay, before the synopsis was <coughs> our um Obama had a list of his favorite songs of 2019. He said one is Beyonce Mood. Then he had some girl named Ava from Matt Maggie. Rogers burning and then he liked old school people from uh like um Bruce Springsteen, Hello Sunshine and Sug the Baby. And then he also liked Old Town Road, which for everyone liked Old Town Road from Lil Nas X and featuring Billy Cyrus. Let me just say Obama, he's our president. He's everyone's president in their mindsets. But Obama for me, his taste in music is universal. Like I said, it's all ranging. I never heard the people and this. And this is great because it promotes people we never heard of. So now we can go in there and see what he really liked. And we can get to listen to the music. And there, it will spike up on YouTube or, or whatever streaming they stream the music. So this is a good thing. And then something, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I don't care. I'm not. But I'm going to get into Beyonce later because I got to say what I got to say about it. Beyonce and her child. <clears throat> that's gonna happen i have to say it um and the only reason why i'm gonna say what i have to say is because it's wrong and i i wanted to look it up and i, I do but i i feel so obama's list is awesome and i'm glad that he came up with the list so that's all i have to say about music um i also wanted to talk about i finally got 
the Lizzo CD, and I heard it. Um, I like some songs in there. Of course, I like the the, the um radio friendly songs that she put out. I like Boys. There's a song called Boys. Lingerie is one of my favorite songs on that album because she talks about her putting her clothes in her lingerie. I love that song. I think it's a really good song for her album. I don't think they, I think they hyped it up a lot. Um, there was another song about the girls in the, um, like a girl, like a girl. I think Swiss Beats did that beats for that song. It sounded like a Swiss Beats song. So funny that, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry about my call. So funny that Swiss Beats all these years, no matter how many way you put his beats, you can still figure out his hits. And it's the same old tones. Um, basically, um, I don't really think Lizzo album was that great. I'm sorry. Everyone's like, oh my god, Linda, no, oh my god, how crazy chick, you're crazy for real. Yeah. Um that I felt she could have done better. I also felt she was off key throughout her old album. I'm so sorry. Y'all gonna hate me. Lizzo was off key throughout the entire album. Like, really? I do not understand why this album was that good. And if it went awards, it's gonna win for the radio friendly. It should not win for album of the year. I'm sorry to say I love Lizzo, but this album was horrible. She was off key some points of the album, of the songs that she sang, and I felt like she shouldn't be. This is your artist. I do like the song Jerome. It really, really hits home, and it was a lot of ghetto intertones into that song, into that album. I, I don't know. I love my black people. I do. But y'all need to study. Ugh, I can't. I don't want to say a lot. Because if I say something, they're going to think I, I'm dissing Lizzo. That's not the case at all. It's just that for me, and personally speaking, for my love of music, I really wish her all the best. I think she's very talented. But there were some parts of certain songs in that album she was off key and they knew it. She can hit the notes. She reminds me of Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, but Ella Fitzgerald always was on key. No matter what. It was sloppy. The album was sloppy, in my opinion. I like the beats in the album and everything, but it was a very sloppy album. She just got lucky, I guess. And I think I'm not I'm the only person who thought that Lizzo's album was that. But we're waiting, we're waiting for the second album. So we'll see how this goes. And I might not be the only person who said this, but a lot of people might have reviewed the album. But I'm telling you, from my experience of listening to albums, I buy albums. I don't stream because I'm old school that way. I like to get it from the shop. I like to feel it. I like to touch it. I like to open it like it's the first time for Christmas for me. And I put it in and I'll listen to it. And that being said, I'm so sorry. I might have to re-listen again. So even though, let me re-listen to it one more time, a couple more days, give me a couple more days. But I was realizing how sloppy the album was done. And I need to know why. Don't get me wrong, Lizzo is great, talented. I bet you she's better on live. She's better live than she is on. 
re- recording. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to say it. So we're done with the music section. We're going into the gossip. Blah, 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 blah. Gossip on your house. Today, January 5th, 2020, is the Golden Globes. The favorite white queen award show. I don't like the Golden Globes. I like the comedians that come on and they be making funny jokes at the beginning. I don't feel like watching four hours, so I know I'm going to fall asleep. This might be the first time I fall asleep. I'm only watching for the fashion, which the next show we will talk about the Golden Globes. Who won um, predictions of the Golden Globes? Um, and I'm going to give you some of my predictions because I want everyone to know what I think. Who is going to win when I'm looking at it? So, as that being said, Golden Globes is going to be on tonight, Okay. And um, <clears throat> I'm waiting for the. I'm, like I said, I want, I want to listen to the comedy. I will stay up because I don't care. <laughs> That's how I am. I might stay up. And we're gonna go. Uh, but I stay up. I want to see uh, Ricky Gervais is hosting this year. I want to list look at everything. I'm looking at details and how it is. Um, uh, will say I feel bad for foreign press to not give. Well, um, that that movie, that documentary, um, what is that documentary name? Ah, uh, the Ava Garnet uh, documentary. Everybody keep talking about. Um, and it was. Um, I felt like they should have nominated that TV show. We were there. Let's say where we uh, when we were something. God, I forgot that show is. Give me a minute. I'm trying to remember. I wish they could help me remember. It was a TV show. Where when they see us, okay, that's it. When they see us, they didn't get nominated for Nala Awards, uh, and uh, not a lot of African Americans got nominated for the major awards. Not a lot. Like the only African American that got major award was Eddie Murphy, and uh, Cynthia Erivo. When everybody who didn't see Harriet, we know she's gonna get nominated for everything. Harriet, everyone knows that, right? Okay, so I'm going to tell you who is nominated and who is going to win. So now, for the 77th Golden Globes will be airing 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. Check your local listings of what time post to come on. Now, for the drama series, it had Big Little Liars, The Morning Show, The Crown, Ellen Killing Eve, and Succession. Now, this morning show, I think it's the new entity, so I think it's going to win everything. I'm not predicting anything. Those are the drama series, okay? For supporting actor in the motion picture is Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. It's on Netflix, The Two Popes. If you have the patience, watch it. I didn't have the patience at the Christmas vacation to watch that movie, but I will watch it when I have the time. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Al Pacino, The Irishman, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Tom Hanks. Um, for my prediction, who should win would be Brad Pitt. Who will win will be a tie between Al Pacino and Tom Hanks. But who should win should be Brad Pitt because they said that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's really good, and I have to go get that. <clears throat> I'm gonna go download it. 
act, best act, um, actress in a comic, in a musical or comedy. Aquafina. Yeah, that's her name. It's an Asian girl. If you watch the movie, <clears throat> something, my Asian wedding, some shit. I forgot the name of the movie. Oh, everybody gonna kill me because they were like, oh, that's the movie. I've never seen it, so blah. She's in Farewell. Um, Bernie Fer uh, Philstein is in Booksmart. Emma Thompson, Late Night. Kate Blanchard, Where Did You Go? And Ava Dane Amas, Nice Out. I don't know who the fuck. Only person I know is Kate Blanchard and then Emma Thompson. So, whatever show, Late Night. Oh, okay, I think I know what Late Night was. That movie with Mitty. Um, Kingling, with Kingling. If you know who I'm talking about, that's a girl from the office, the Indian girl from the office. She wrote, I think she did some of that movie. Um, uh, you see how I'm sounding? Ugh, this is stupid. I don't know who's gonna win. Next. Actor in a musical or comedy, Daniel Craig's not out. Roman Gray, Griffin Gray's JoJo's Rabbit. Oh, that he said that movie's awesome. Tara Entren. I'm saying his name wrong. Shoot me. <laughs> And Rocketman, Eddie Murphy, Dolomite, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who should win is Eddie Murphy. Who will win is Leonardo DiCaprio. They love him to death over there. Best actress in emotion drama and emotion picture is Charlie Spiller and Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, Judy, uh, Cynthia Ariel, Harriet, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, and Cerise Aurelion, Little Women. Oh, sorry, Scarlett Johansson's going to win. Sorry. Next. I'm, oh, 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 you saying I'm going to... Why I didn't pick the chick for Harriet? I heard bad things about that. I didn't see the movie Harriet. Don't go by what I hear. I'm not, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see the movie Harriet. And I'm going to watch the movie Harriet for myself. And then I'm going to give you my opinion when I see it. I'm not saying anything about the movie. I'm just, by hearsay, you're not going to like it. <laughs> That's all I got to say, people, about that. Now, actor in a drama, motion picture... <coughs> actor in a drama motion picture is Jonathan Price, The Two Popes, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Joaquin Figgins, The Joyka, Richard Christian Bell, Ford, and Ferrari. Man, it's Joaquin Phoenix. They're going to give it to him hands down. Hands down, it's going to be Joaquin for The Joker. That movie was excellent. I don't care what anyone says. Best actress in a drama series, TV series. Now, Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Judy Crowan for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon for Morning, uh, um, The Morning Show, Kid Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies, Jennifer Hunts Anderson for Morning Show. Who should win is Olivia Coleman for the um, crown that she killed it. She can really act. But who will win will be Jennifer Anderson. Actor in the drama series, it will be Randy Costa Session. I've never heard of this show. Billy Potter Pose. Uh, Randy McClink and Robert, uh, the, the Robot. Tobias Mendez, The Crown. Ooh, he got a sexy-ass name. Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones. I'm sorry if I'm butchering names. I'm not a good name person. Trust me, when I was teaching back in last year, I butchered so many kids' names. They, they were mad at me. Sorry. Who should win? Billy Porter. Who will win? Billy Porter. The boy, the boy from Kit Carrying some game for us. What's going to Billy Porter? You know, I was laughing. No, the golden girl, other guy. Supporting actress in the motion pictures, Annette Benning reported. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Robert, Margot Robbie, Brown Sheldon, for Lopez Hustlers, and Laura Dern, Mary Story. I'm going to tell you who 
should win is Annette Bedding. Who will win? Jennifer Lopez. Mass Best, Most Drama, Motion Picture, 1917. I've never seen that shit. The Joker, The Two Poles, The Irishman. It's going, it's going to be a tie between The Joker and The Irishman. But the Irishman should win. Um, Actor in a musical and comedy. Um, in a comedy of a TV show. Oh, he that nominated for a politician? I'm going to talk about that show real quick when I read the names. <coughs> Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, Ben, ben Platt. The Politician, Paul Rudd, Living With Yourself, Bill Hader, Barry, Rami Yusuf, Rami. So who going to win? Who should win is Michael Douglas. Who's going to win is Billy Hader. Politician, for me, was the most gayest TV show ever. It's on Netflix. I watched it. It was okay. I just didn't like the fact that in the first part, it was just... <sighs> no comment. <laughs> So the supporting actress in the series are Patricia Carquette, The Act, Tony Collette, Unbelievable Mary Street Big, Little Lies, Emma Watson, Nero, and Heron Carter, The Crown. Who will win? Will be <laughs> my great legendary Mary Street. Who should win is Helen Bond Carter. Whoa. The Crown is my favorite TV show on Netflix. I watched the last, the, the third season, and I got two more seasons left, and we're going to finally meet Princess Diana. I don't know if it's this season. It's actually next season. Should be the season we meet Princess Diana. Shit. And honestly, honestly, darling, that is my favorite show on Netflix, and I'll be dusted when it ends, but when it does end, I will be crying. Okay? So, Helen Bonkar should win for the, will win for the, should win. It will go to Meryl Street, but it might, it's going to Helen Bonkar. I think it will be. She played Princess and Margaret. Ah, oh, she killed it. I don't care. I don't care. She played her sister the best. She was the best. Okay, best musical and comedy and motion picture. Us. Dolomite is my name. Rocket Man, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice Out, Jojo, Rabbit. Who should win Dolomite? Who will win Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Best actress in the series. Best actor in the series is Harry Winker Berry, Andrew Scott Fleabay, Karen Culkin, Secession, Alan Arkin, Kaminsky Method, and Stanley Stonehead, Nerbo. Who will win is um, Alan Arkin. Who should win would be the dude from Fleabay. That's who's going to win. But I want to win is Eleanor. Kaminsky Medford is the best television show. One of the best television shows on Netflix. It's funny as hell. I watched two seasons. I was dying. Old school comedy. I love that stuff. It's really good. Y'all need to catch up on it. Okay, Richard, I'm not worried about the original scores. Um, I mean, I might worry about the same. Actress in the, in the musical and the comedy, Christian Jersh wants... Becoming of God. I forgot the rest of it. Ugh. And Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnan, The Mars Missile Minister, Natasha Lani, Russian Doll. Oh! Ooh! Russian Doll and a chick from Fleabag. Um, let's just say, I think who should win is the girl from Russian Doll. That TV show is crazy. Watch that show. I didn't watch it all, but that show is really, really good. But, um,. We all know it's going to flee back. Uh, best actress in the middle of motion picture of Helen Mann, Catherine the Great, Michelle Williams, Fossey Bowman, 
Merit Weber, unbelievable. Joey King, the axe. Caitlin Dever, unbelievable. I don't care who will win, but it would be Michelle Williams for this room because she's great. The best to ever do. She's one of the greatest actors, I believe. Oh, best actor in a miniseries or motion picture will be Russell Crowe, the loudest voice, Sasha Baron Cohen, Spy. Christopher Abercrombie, Sue Sam Rockwell, Fawcett, and Vernon, and Jay Harris, Chernobyl. Um, the person from Chernobyl. Now, original song stand up from Harry, a beautiful ghost. From the, I don't know Taylor. Oh, from that horror movie Cats. Spirit from Beyonce. I'm gonna love me again. Elton John, and Into the Unknown. They like to go to Disney movies. And after all this said and done, let's go see the best miniseries TV film is Chernobyl. Unbelievable catch rank to the loudest voice of Vossi and Vernon. Vossi and Vernon should win, Cat, but Chernobyl will win because they didn't put uh, when they see us. Dummies. Best director will go to Quentin Tarantino or it might go to Martin Scorsese, but I think it's going to Quentin. He will win. Um, best musical on the TV series should go to the Clemency Method, but they're going to get to be bad. They always do. It's a foreign movie. Anytime you hear foreign press, they're going to use the foreigns. <clears throat> best animated animation feature film, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, Frozen 2, How to Train a, a Dragon, and The Lion King. <sighs> all of them. Uh, give it to Frozen 2. Because all of them were fucking bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, The Lion King was horrible. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can sit there and say what you want to say to me, but The Lion King was one of the worst movies of the year. They ruined the classic. Sorry, yo, Disney, just stick to the people who are real. Clats, cats, disappointed in cats. Like, yo, I didn't see that now. I grew up, I had brought the album in the 90s. Um, it was in the 80s, and the 80s was hugely popular on on TV, on, on stage. People love cats. But god damn, you scared of shit. That animation shit scared the shit out of people. They should have went to Pixar to do that shit. That, that, that should burn. They should burn the whole film. We need to forget that people famous was on that damn it just should run to the hills and never do a movie like that again. I love you, Idris Alba. I don't care if you get married and have another kid. Just be his dirt child. And that woman is pretty as hell. Damn. <laughs> oh, God. Let me get off. Like I said, if you want to watch the Godforsaken Golden Globes, go the fuck ahead. I'm going to watch it because I want to. But if you want to watch the, um, the White Trash America, uh, White Trash Foreign Press, Go right ahead. Yeah, I said it. Come after me and sue me. Who gives a fuck? No one cares about me. So I'm just little old me. Anyway, shock of the year. Beginning of the year. Her old ass got pregnant. Cameron Diaz got a baby. And it's a girl. Her name is Radic Manon. Oh, congratulations, sir. I like her because she kept that proud. Nobody knew she was pregnant. Anyone know she was preggers? Did you know she was preggers? She all didn't know she was preggers. God, congratulations to Cameron Diaz. On to the gossip. Let's talk about the shows I watched over the Christmas vacation. I watched Catch Up to Frankie, Grace and Frankie. Love that show. But critics hate the show because it's old school, they say. 
funny ass white ladies. The Kaminsky store, um, what is that? The Kaminsky method? Oh, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin are two funny guys. Watch it. It's on Netflix. Watch it. And then my new obsession is you. What? I watched the first season. They're saying the second season is not that good. But I don't give a fuck. Man, I felt like... if you, Okay, I'm spoiler alert. I'm sorry. I'm spoiling. Okay? I got a lot of things to say about that show. So you was about the boy from Gossip World. Because I don't know his name. God, who knows? Everyone was talking about it for months. <clears throat> got traction because season two came out. And everybody started talking for it for like a couple weeks. So I said, what the hell is the hype about? I watched it this Saturday. I finished the entire season in one day. I Season one in one day. I haven't finished season two. I'm on season episode four. I told my best friend, you got to watch this shit. I am so dumbfounded. It's like Dexter. It is like Dexter. Um, if you watch the TV show Dexter. If you, I love crime drama. He reminds me of Ted Bundy. The way he calculates everything. The way he's sitting there stalking her. Doing all the weird shit. And, and you want to root for Blight, Beck, and um, Joe. <coughs> you wanted to root for them. But we couldn't. He killed her. And it was the saddest part of the whole show. It was so sad. It, their relationship was cosmically <coughs> beautiful. You felt love for them both. You honestly believe that she was going to actually change her mind and actually love him. And I'm like, he's thinking she just got to see it this way. When she finally convinced him to open the door at the end of the episode, and she stabs him in the back. She stabs him. And then she runs up the stairs. And Paco, when you beforehand, if you didn't see the part when Paco, he killed Paco's grand, um, stepmom. The, um, um, Paco's mom's boyfriend, Ron, I think his name Ron. <laughs> who used to be on God and Light, by the way. <laughs> um, and we see this. And I was like, oh my God, can you believe that this is happening? He kills him. And he tells Paco, don't tell him no one what happened. Paco, hate the motherfucker, said, hey, fuck this. I'm going to be loyal to I'm going to be loyal to Joy. Paco sees the girl. Paco was like, he looking. He said, Joe locked me all in the cage. He looked at the girl and he said, I'm going to jail, bitch. And locked and ran. Can you believe how a sociopath works? Oh my God. I might actually drop my doctorate degree and what I was going to do first and do doctorate in sociology. The mind is insane. It made me like, wow, this nigga, this dude is going to get away with this? Can you believe this? I called him a Negro, but he's not. But this dude going to get away with this? Can you believe this? He grabs her. He ran out the steps. She couldn't find him. 
he she turned around whoop, behind him. She running, hit him with a hammer, got the keys, click, try to open the keys. She's looking for keys. Nigga, all of a sudden, swoop like a ghost to snatch the girl. She was dead. Explaining the whole story in a book. Accused the therapist that she was having an affair with all this time. She asked him. This, all the girl could have done was asked him. Did you or did you not sleep with the therapist? She had Paco put in her brain because she didn't let it go. Because she was tracking down Candace and trying to figure out what Candace and about Candace and his last girlfriend. And what made me mad? Like, damn, you had a good man. I was about to literally believe the sociopath. And we could have just covered it up. And hey, he did it for me. Because, bitch, you didn't have any good men. He made me almost believe that you had no good looking guy. Oh my God. I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, oh my gosh, she almost believed him. She almost believed him. She had twisted the um typed the on uh, her last final book and made it sound like the therapist did it. And then she switched it up. She basically gave him an alibi. I think golly, the only person who didn't believe him was the PI. And I'm gonna bet you this. Towards the end, Kansas pops up and we're thinking. I thought she's dead. What the fuck? Season two. I'm already at season episode four. And I'm, my mind is. Poosh. They say it's not good as the first season. But I don't know what, what you had to do to get this boy an award. But please give this man from Gotham Girl an award. I'm dumbfounded. It was on Netflix, and I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, oh my god! I'm there's a lot, a lot, a lot I had to think about about the show. It's been driving me bonkers, and I needed to talk to somebody. So I'm waiting for my best friend to literally watch the video movie and TV show, and then we talk about it. And I will come back, and I just I got a lot to talk about because I'm obsessed with serial killers, and the only reason why is because I want to know what the mind is thinking. Why well, do it? Why kill human beings? What for? Why eat them up? I'm a, especially Jeffrey Dahmer, which the movie I'm still trying to find on YouTube. The Jeffrey Dahmer movie that the young boy from the uh, Alley and some Alley and Austin TV show, the young boy did it. I'm trying to find that one. That was him when he was younger. Um, what possessed them to kill and eat people's bodies or? mummified them and stuff like that i love stuff like i used to watch if i'm right now if i had id i'll sit here to seven in the morning all the day to 12 at night watching id trying to figure out what a killer thinks that's insane for me please watch the tv show you it's fucking good period Next gossip news, um, as you all know, sadly, Nick Gordon, who uh, is the ex-boyfriend, fiance, whatever, to Bobby Christina, has passed away of a parent heroin overdose. Only reason why how I knew that 
they said something on how he I knew he died of heroin is because um he he laid on his back and they said black stuff was coming out his mouth. Breaking Bad, when the girlfriend of Jesse died, uh, Walter flipped her to the front. She flipped. She's supposed to stay on your side. When you smoke crap heroin, when you do heroin, you're supposed to lay on your side so everything will come out of your mouth and you won't choke. That, a lot of people don't know that. That's why a lot of people die of heroin of overdose because they lay on their back. <clears throat> when you do heroin like that and you choke on spit, your vomit, your own vomit, and it's black. That's the poison of the heroin. That's what it does. So Walter happened to let, sit there and look. And when she turned to her back, she was supposed to turn to her side. Walter was supposed to turn to her side because he broke into trying to figure out Jesse was. Walter tried to turn to her side and realized he let her die. And that's how I knew that Blackstone was coming. That's how I kind of knew he had heroin. Because someone said in the interview that heroin um, causes... <laughs> causes um heroin when you die heroin they say he died of heroin because black stuff came out of his mouth but he was a doctor by when he was when he was 12 he had a relationship with Bob christina Bob christina died he wasn't called he wasn't at fault for his death but they felt he was liable he had to pay 32 million to the family of, of when he was i'm just gonna say this about nick Gordon, and i'm gonna say this to a lot of people um, Drugs is a problem, it's an issue. It saddens that he died at the age of 30. A lot of people don't, I'm 36. He made it to, he didn't even pass my age. You're not even old. A lot of them died at 21. A lot of them are dying of this drug epidemic. It's really sad. Uh, whatever you're hurting in life, stop doing drugs. It, um, I had to say it because I didn't. Like how the media, he was trying to go on the media and trying to say this and that. And he was trying really hard. Whatever he was going through, he was trying to get over the pain. And may he rest in peace. Sad, sad. Um, Da Baby got arrested in, I think, Miami, and he got released today. Um, he said he robbed somebody, and he has other charges in Dallas of robbery and assault. Um... I have to say about this is that I'm really getting tired of you stupid rappers when you all no offense I like the baby and I didn't and but it's really kind of stupid for y'all to sit here and really get arrested when you rich and famous you gotta leave that hood stuff alone when you get out and out of the in the out of the industry and you finally made it into the what you wanted to do in life and you are television and everywhere else <sighs> You must be really bored if you're doing all this. But I don't believe he's doing all this. It's just that it's sad they're putting this on him. And it's too weird. Remember, FBI has been watching Juice World for a while. And they're fine. And now I believe the FBI is following him. Period. They know he got a record. They been knew he had a record. They've been following him. And they're going to continue to follow him. And that's how it is. Rappers today, if you went to drugs, you did anything, you did any legal, uh, illegal stuff, they're coming after you, period. And that's the issue we're having. It's getting so annoying to the point that I'm just sick of it. It's not fair anymore. And I don't like it. And I think it's not wrong. But rap, if you become famous, and if you ever do, make sure all your records are sealed. 
even if it's sealed, they're going to find a way to open it for millions because people want money so damn bad. And so I hope everything works out um, with the baby. Stop being stupid and, and stop doing stupid things. Focus on your music and you are very talented. You are a star. You are really talented. He has this type of rap that I like. His tone of voice and rapping is amazing and he needs to start making continue what he's doing because it's, it's really changing it's really getting back to what rap is supposed to be my opinion um we're now in the stage next stage next stage <laughs> me sitting there saying like i have to say this and i'm sorry i don't like the real the talk show the real i hate that show and i cannot stand easy is it easy i don't know if i'm saying right and jenny ma's relationship Makes me sick. She never flaunted her husband around like that. She was married, but she always had a ghetto undertone. She's that Asian black Asian girl who acts black. Everyone has that one Asian friend who acts black, and that's her. That being said, she was also in the she was in the industry as a stylist, and she also does she ended up going on ET. And I think Insider as a corresponding to the style side. And then she won the job at The Real. She annoyed the shit out of me on that show. Why is the relationship making me sick? Um, it's because they flaunt he's flaunting around, but you never seen them both were both married and they had no she had no kids. Now she's saying I might have children with him. I'm just questioning this whole relationship. Like, is it for felicity side? Yeezy lost weight now. Yeezy, he's losing the weight. He's looking fantastic. Um, I don't understand why she flaunt, they flaunted this relationship. And then why Yeezy didn't do this when he had his wife, when he was with his woman. Or, and just vice versa for her. She married a whole, she didn't even marry a black guy. But she married a whole different guy. I feel as though... <clears throat> the end that is a publicity stunt, in my opinion, and it's just it, it's so annoying. I'm sorry, I hate it. I'm sorry, and I have, I'm not going into the race thing. I don't, I don't care if you want to marry a white guy, black guy, Asian guy. She's annoying as it is. They both annoying. I think it's a publicity stunt. Sorry, I had to say it. Next thing, next. Um, I want to talk about. My feelings, I had also, before I talk about Disney Plus, I want to talk about Amanda Seals. I really wish she didn't do the real. She's very opinionated, especially when it comes to black people and black culture and everything. I honestly feel, honestly, um, I really, really don't think she should have done the real. I really, really wish she um, did something else. Maybe she needs a cash. Who knows? She's on Insecure. That's the um, Asheray um, um, TV show um, where everybody's hype about. If you ever, you don't know who Asheray is. Asheray is this um, writer who um, did the Awkward Black Girl series on YouTube. She got really famous in doing that because she wrote everything. And what made her really famous by her doing that, she ended up going getting a TV deal on HBO for Insecure and Insecure um, and tells a little bit about the awkward black woman 
and a little bit and um and there's a nigerian woman on this show who's a comedian and basically it's a black show i don't watch it i do actually want to buy the series and watch it for myself before i could critique it critique it and say what i gotta say about it i feel as though man of seals is not a good fit for the real i think that um what they did to tamar was very disrespectful i think all the women on that show is petty especially lonnie love i like lonnie i do follow lonnie love online i do follow her a lot but i really feel now looking back on it and i can and how tamar got fired she had a really a huge 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 um thing to do with it she has something to do with it and it really hurts um that being said amanda seals good luck on that show if you want to do good luck i really don't think you should do that show i think you should do another show i think you should do your own show i think you should do your own radio show i don't believe that she should be a part of that at all i think it's stupid for her to sit there and stoop low to be a talk show host but hey that's the way things are she's too opinionated um she's not the view <laughs> Let's talk about, you know, and I really feel as though that I was going to talk about the view, but um, <laughs> it's a big mistake. I hate that show. I hate the real. I think the real should cancel. It's going to end very soon. It's too ratchet, too ghetto. And I think the only, I think the real reason why they got rid of Ron Arnold Tamar, because she was ghetto. She was ghetto. And um, she came, the funniest thing, I heard rumors that Tamar, allegedly Tamar, actually came up with a concept of that show. I didn't know that. She, her and her husband at the time, um, were did the concept of the show, so they all came up with that. She was the executive producer of the show. That's stupid. I feel so. Um, I feel also that um. Uh, it's not going to, you know, I hate the real. So, like I said 3,000 times, but there's a lot of things, in my opinion, is very, very, one of the worst talk shows of all time. Too ratchet, too ghetto. Their, their vice is horrible. They brought all the whole reality people shows on there. Like, now your show is pointless. It's just a celebrity show now. Like, what? Man, I remember when it first, before they, wanted, before they even won an Emmy, they really couldn't get nobody on that show. When they won that Emmy, they got people to get on that show. Hmm. Coincidence. I think not. And then when Lonnie Love, I think the real reason why I'm trying to say about Lonnie Love, Lonnie was an educated black woman, and I think certain educated when people get to a certain status, they look down on people. Even if they have that thing, she was looking down on Tamar. Period. That's what it is. Lonnie Love got lucky. You have a TV talk show. I don't even think when the talk show ends, you ain't going to get any famous anyway. So be lucky because that talk show got you the white man you always wanted. And then she wanted, she started crying, made me mad when she sat there and she started crying. You shouldn't settle for less. What less are we settling? You want to settle for a, a married a man, settle because you couldn't figure out how to date your own people? So we should all settle for a white man? 
We settle for what we love, not to settle for less. Don't want to hear that. I think it's stupidity that she said that stupid, stupid nonsense. Anyway, Amanda Seals, good luck. <clears throat> the View. Last year, The View was very hot because of the stuff they were saying. Megan um, McCain is um, John McCain's daughter, the legendary senator. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Dem I'm not a Democrat. I'm a liberal. Independently, <clears throat> I'm independent. I decided to be, so I see both sides. Because you can't be in one side. Democrats, for me, made me mad when they let Trump win that thing. They couldn't. Now they can't even find somebody to compete with him. So it saddens me that I'm a Democrat. I don't want to be known as a, and Paper, I'm a, a freaking Democrat. I'm not voting. I'm not voting for nothing. I don't care no more. Because anyway, Trump's still going to be our president. And y'all all mad. I'm saying the truth. This is going to happen. He will still be our president. That's what it is. I feel bad, but it is. Until something changes. And something will change, but we'll see. I said before that Democrats need to get someone who can be at his level. And they have it. So I'm not really getting into the politics side of things because it does sometimes brush into entertainment and into the music world. But I will only say this about The View. The View has been really hot lately. I don't know what's going to happen. The topics have been touchy. All four of the women from Whoopi, the other lady, Joy, and the other and Sunny, they, it's too biased where it should direct the anger all the directing the anger on Megan and they need to realize Megan is technically helping your show and it saddens me that y'all think that she's you know she she's outrageous but she's not she's actually saying what's really true she's not a Trump supporter but she understands it and that's what we need the problem is our day before them saying the truth let her speak and say what she has to say and then counterattack it. The problem is we don't want to hear what she has to say because she it's hurting the nerve. And it's sad. It's really sad. So that's the case. As I continue on forward, um, whoever you want to vote this year, you vote for who you feel like you need to vote. It's going to help you. But have common sense. You realize now Trump has not put us in the war. So that's what you want. Then if you don't want that, vote them out. That's all I'm going to say about politics. Politics is another topic. Now, last thing about the gossip is Disney Plus. I download Disney Plus. Disney Plus is a new streaming that's supposed to compete with Netflix. Disney Plus, I paid $7.55. It was $6.99 plus tax. So I paid $7.55 a month. I didn't even get it for a month. The only issue I had with that, uh, Disney Plus if they said it's supposed to last a month, I did not order it in a month. That same month, they charged me. So I had to be charged for that month. That was, it was weird. Anyway, um, I like it because you got all the Simpsons episodes except the Michael Jackson episode, which I think is unfair. Um, and But I watched it and I get to catch up on all the old episodes. And you relive when you first see it when you were a kid. That's the best part. But it has every Disney movie that's ever been made. And like, 
all the old school shorts and the new TV shows and the old TV shows of Disney, everything that was on Disney Channel is on there, it's even for the kids. It's plain, but I was watching all the Disney cartoons and I was like, like, amazing. So that is that about Disney Plus. It's really good. You should get it. If you're into Avengers, the Marvel side of things, you should buy it. That's the only reason why I really got it because I like action movies. <clears throat> so that is the end of Gossip Now. What I'm going into is a segment that I have always wanted to do, and it's my it's called My Opinions by L Crazy Chick. So I have my two opinions I want to discuss. One, dating a married man. Is it worth it? <clears throat> so from my experience um and my dating life, I didn't really start dating. My parents were very strict. I hid all my boyfriends. I had like 10 boyfriends when I left high school. Um, I was 18, <coughs> discovered sex at 18, and um, and I was very, I'm very sexually fluid, as a, as a lot of people know. But a lot of things um, I won't get into detail because it's a per, it's personal, and I don't like to put my personal business out there. I have dated married men. Um, let me just say this: um, it's difficult to date a married man because you're going you get into a marriage that's very sacred. On top of that, I really do not care for your husband. Plain as day. If he's gonna pay my bills, he's gonna pay my rent, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that, then let him do it. That's him. But at the same time, I know my morals and I know my rights. I didn't invade in your marriage. You need to do better. Either you need to give him head. Sorry, I said it. You need to start being sexually more being out there. If your husband is cheating on you with another woman it's silly because you're not doing what you're supposed to do as a woman oh the woman movement gonna come after me now but it's true if you're not giving your man a fellatio if you're not getting to know your husband your husband is your best friend know what he likes if it don't work leave him a child does not save a marriage I dated married men who had five kids. He was older. One, the married guy I dated, he was older with five children. So he already had kids back home in Africa. And he's older. And he wanted a relationship, so I just, whatever, and did that. It was fun. For me, it was fun at the time. It was exciting. It was new. It was different. And, yeah, of course, I use protection. I protect myself. Um, whereas, though... Now I have sexual relations with a married man. Not now, like, no. I would not do that again because it felt kind of wrong. I did before I got with my boyfriend, did have a sexual relationship with a married man, and he had just recently got married. And it was, he's, it, it's, it was fun. I thought it was fun. He's hiding. It was a game, uh, a scavenger hunt for me. And I cut that off, tremendously cut it off and ended it. Um, but I say to women, if, especially if you're in your 20s, I don't see anything wrong with dating a married man. I really don't. If you're ready to handle it as a woman and you're mature enough to handle it, 
people say your karma will come to you if you if you when you get married. Okay, so then move on. You have to have a fixed skin when you're doing this. If you're not fixed skin it, don't do it. But me, I'm fixed skin, so I don't care. Firstly, I don't I roll my eyes and walk away. I'm not trying to deal with your wife coming after me and all that stuff. I'm going to tell her like this. It, you shouldn't come to me. You should come to your man, not me. I have nothing to do with that situation. I don't care. If you have a problem with that, that has nothing to do with me. That has to do with your man. Fix what's in your home before you come out here and try to fuck me up. You see what I'm saying? I don't give a damn. Don't try it. I'm not playing. That being said, I don't date married men like that, but I don't condone it. I I I, I don't care. Personally, so you want to date him? Honey, all power to you. No one should judge you. Okay? But don't accuse him of sexual harassment. It was consensual. Period. Because y'all agreed to it. And don't accuse yourself of anything. If you, it might lead, to, be honest with you, it might lead to something that great. You might actually get the man of your dreams. Sorry, and the woman that he with wasn't doing what he's supposed to do. Handle your business, ladies. If you don't want your married man to be with another woman, figure out what you're doing wrong. Not all marriages are 100%. Men think with their penises. They do not care about their mind. Trust me, I know this from experience. They don't know what heart, having a heart is. Well, they're not us. Us women, we think with our mind and our heart. Men don't think that way. We think what they think with penises. That's what they think. That's why you see so many kids. Because they're going out there, ruining every nigga around children. So, on being a woman. And that's the case. With or with without them having kids. They don't care. Because the kid doesn't save a relationship. And I've said it so many times, and I don't care. You know if you two are solid when you know you're solid. And he really loves you. He tells you. Like, he sits down with you, and y'all can have conversations about anything, and y'all laugh about it. That's what it's like. That's what you want in a relationship. You want to laugh. No man should put their hands on you. I don't care what he says. If your man beating you the hell up, you need to leave. If your man yelling at you for stupid shit, you need to leave. You don't need to be in a relationship that is pointless. Don't take care of a man. Don't give money to a man. He a man, he got to figure it out. Once you don't figure it out, he can't, you want you sitting at an aid and a bed in a man, there's no point. You basically bought him. So he's nothing to you. He's just a, a toy. That's what it is. You bought a toy. You didn't buy a man. And if a man cheats like shit, treat him like shit. You, if he cheating, be safe about it and cheat too. Yes, I said it. Don't beat yourself up and say, oh, well, we... No. Get somebody else. There's a million men in the sea. Period. Don't beat yourself up. That's my opinion on that. And the last thing I have to say is why do black men always disrespect black women? Why 
do black white women disrespect children who are black i'm saying this because there was a guy his name was king quasi he said the most ignorant thing on twitter about two singers um it was this were fucking respectful i just never heard anything like that never read anything like that it went viral the dude now he's trending he's i think either he shut down his uh yeah here you go his name king quasi he must have uh, shut down his twitter is still there his twitter handle is at win w-i-n-e-v-r-u capital u w-a-n-t-i-t his name is if you can't find it that way search engine on twitter king uh, k-i-n-g-k-w-a-s-i-i that's his name he has said the most nastiest thing about um his twitter handle if you see his twitter i don't know if he should took it out but it's, it's it's disgusting he got disrespectful stuff towards women uh he says something about tiana taylor and Irie. i forgot the singer name i feel bad where is it it was recently is it here he um he's very disrespectful he said he calling them rock rollers. That's what he said. I don't know if he on here. How old is this today? Yeah, we gotta keep going down. It was like a couple days ago. He said it and it went by. He went under the posting on <coughs> Twitter and it went viral. Oh my God, it was disgusting. Hold on. Yeah, it says something. He retweeted. So, uh, but they're not ready to talk about that. Like he's between every, he's eating this up. That's what's making me man. He's retweeting everything. He said, "Look at this." He said, no, it was because of the big African lips all Rottweilers had. What is he talking about? And you don't seem to be smart up here, so I'm going to head it out. Obviously, he, and he's, he don't care. He's saying this shit really nasty shit, really disrespectful. Oh, my God, I can't find it. I'm looking for it right now. But I have to say that uh, I'm really kind of tired of black men disrespecting women and their looks. And you you want to talk about women and looks, and then he's going to get famous. And I'm going to bet you one million dollars somebody like Complex or Revolt TV going to hire him and talk on TV. These are the people that's how they get famous. And y'all want to sit here and support this. I'm not supporting this. We need to stop this toxic nastiness towards women. We are not rock riders. We're not a dog. Our faces don't look like dogs. Okay? Tiana Taylor, maybe, you know, that's how she looked. That's how her mom might look at shit. I don't see nothing wrong with how she looked. 
And uh, Ari Lennox, I think that's her name, singer. She said something. She ran into a black thing. Girl, you don't have to make it into a black thing. Just, just sing. You don't have to make it such a big deal. You're a pretty girl. Why are you crying? It really hurt her. She started crying. She, and she won. Once you start crying and saying things like that, you won. You won. We don't want that. We don't want him to win. We want him to lose. The only way for him to lose is for y'all to stop promoting him, stop writing about him, stop talking about him. Don't. I'm just saying something because I got to say what his name because I want everybody to know and go to him. Start going after him. Make him feel less of a human being. Period. That's how we're going to end this toxic words of people. It was, I never heard anything. Like that. I got to find what he said. When I find, I think on Instagram, somebody had it on Instagram. It was nasty. I couldn't understand. Like, it was, the way he wrote it was the most, it's like, that's how men are when I was in school. Men would act like, talk to you like that. Ignorant people talk like that. I mean, that's what it was. That's what happened. Um, I just want to see if I can find it. It was really disrespectful. I ain't never seen anything disrespectful like that. Oh, it was really, really bad. Um, trying to find it. Told you to keep promoting this. So annoying. Oh, um. It was somewhere here. I'm trying to find it. Here, is it? No. It's somewhere here. No, well, it's here somewhere. So it just didn't go. Someone has it in their feed and trying to find it. It was disrespectful. I couldn't believe what he said. It was so mean. And I'm dumbfounded. Oh, we don't, it had to be weeks beforehand. And the same thing over Beyonce's daughter. Like, Look, everybody is different, shaped different, looks different. It's not, we're not here for looks. Beyonce's daughter gonna grow into her looks. She's not an ugly child at all. She's actually a beautiful girl and she's seven. Everyone has an awkward phase in life. I have an awkward phase in life and my looks didn't come in until I was 25. Everyone called me baboon, monkey, gorilla, African booty scratcher. Um, everything in the book, people had called me names at the wazoo. Uh, and when I got older, the same people who called me names in elementary school are the same people who hit on me. So Beyonce's daughter is beautiful. Blue Ivory is beautiful. That name is unique as it is. So she got a unique name. Blue Ivory is beautiful. All her kids are beautiful. No child is ugly. Period. We got to stop that too. Stop looking at her features. Stop all that. No, we're not here for looks. We're here to let her be a kid. Let her be a fucking kid. God damn it. Stupid ass white people always got me ignorant as hell. Stop with the ignorancy. Like, can you stop being ignorant? No, grow up. I'm not talking about kids are ugly. You should shame yourselves. Nasty ass people, nasty ass mindsets.
so sad. I can't find it. They might have took it down. Why did they take it down? Oof, Lord. It's somewhere in here. Ugh. I'm so sick of people making fun of people's looks. I really am. Oh, let me see if I can find it on. Oh, man. I just don't know where it is. Um, Oh, Lord. It was somewhere. It was somewhere. Hold on, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm just so tired of it. Like, tired of how you gonna call a woman a rock rider. Like, can you kidding me, please? Like, seriously, it's not y'all just keep getting worse. Like, I don't understand why I say things that way about people. Why can't y'all just grow up and be and stop with the whole disrespect? It's just getting totally out of control and y'all still doing it whatever y'all feel like doing and it's sad and you shouldn't be saying things like that about women stop doing it about us women as African Americans we are as hard as it is to make a living to get in this level of industry to get real far and stuff like that and then you damn on looks for what well, I can't find it, but he says some really stuff comparing them to walk robs. And it's I think it's really stupid and dumb. I think y'all gotta stop doing that and let's all men need to stop disrespecting women. If you like white women, date them good, great. Yeah, happy fucking yeah. Women gives a fuck about what you fucking do. Ah, so that's the end of um Love Music Now with a little bit of gossip and my opinions. Um to find me, I'm on Twitter. I'm at L O K E K E. I'm on Facebook as Linda Okiki. And on Instagram at L Crazy Chick. I'm your host, L Crazy Chick. My name is Linda Okiki. I don't care. You can find me, look me up on everything on social media. Um, our next show will be next week. Um, please, please support your local arts. Um, anything you want to talk about, please email me, um, at L, L I N D A O K E K E 27 at gmail.com. Email me to tell me what you think about the show. I am going to post this show on YouTube and you can tell me what it's about, what changes should I make. Comments are needed. I don't care about criticism. God, I've been there before. I don't give a damn about what y'all say about my me or anything about my business or what I'm supposed to do or anything else in between. And I want y'all to have a beautiful year and enjoy your January and um, coming months and enjoy everything else in between. Good luck in all you guys do. Until next time, <laughs> enjoy the gossip. Goodbye.